Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another harrowing episode of Capes and Japes. <laughs> As we fight for our lives to try and make a goddamn podcast. <laughs> we're, we're going up against my internet, which is awful. Discord doesn't want to do video. The claps are just not manageable. See, we um, we do this thing where we we clap at the same time so that we can sync up our audio that we are recording separately on uh, each of our separate computers, and it is on two different coasts. We are very bad at just one, two, three, clap. It turns into one, two, three, <gasps> and it's just it's just not. I, I have to see yeah. Olivia start to clap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it turns out doing that without video is uh, basically impossible. Um, but we're here now. We made it. We've done it. Um, we're doing our best, and we're going to talk about Daredevil. Here he is. Matthew Murdoch. Matt Murdoch. The man without fear. The devil of Hell's Kitchen. I mean, I'm um, pretty sure he has fears. <laughs> That's the thing, is I don't really know where the man without fear, like, comes, like, why they chose that. Maybe as, they're like, just the like, episode. he does all these cool stunts, and in a fight, he doesn't really have fear, but, like... Yeah, like, it... I'm sure he's afraid of stuff. He's not just, he's like, going of... through life like, I don't care about anything. Yeah, no, he's a he's afraid of many things, uh, uh actually. Um, but he's a man without fear, so we can't tell anybody about them. Um, Matthew Murdoch, my my beautiful boy. So he is uh born into Hell's Kitchen, which is a neighborhood of Manhattan that is like a working class Irish Catholic neighborhood. Um, his father is a, uh, a boxer. His name is Battlin' Jack Murdoch. Um, it's very Irish. Um, his mother left and became a nun. I think they think she's dead, but she actually left and became a nun. And she turns up in, like, the, oh, the bad Frank Miller storyline that they're basing season three on. But we'll get to that. Hey, um, did you know? That Matt's yes. middle name is Michael. So he's Matthew um, Michael Murdoch. Mm. Mm. Get that That's, engraved on a handkerchief. Don't don't do that to your son. Don't name him Matthew Michael Murdoch. This is my son, Matthew Michael Murdoch. <laughs> um so anyways, so um the backstory of of Daredevil is that um nice young man Matthew Mur- Murdoch uh I, Olivia pushes... please Matthew Michael Murdoch <laughs> Nice young Irish Catholic boy Matthew Michael Murdoch um pushes a blind person out of the way of a truck cuz they don't see the truck coming and then the truck crashes into him, and then the truck is carrying a bunch of radioactive chemicals, and the radioactive chemicals splash in his face, 
and um, he goes blind. Um, but also, they give him enhanced other senses. First of all, the first thing I have to get out of the way here, um, just I just need to have this like down like as fact. Canonically, I mean, like it can't be canonically because there's like no way. It doesn't make any sense, but like technically, I think in like some pages written by like Eastman and Laird, technically, the accident that blinded Matthew Michael Murdoch is the same accident that gave the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles what their mutant powers. What? It was just like I think it was just like like a throwaway page that like um i believe the creator of the ninja turtles did but he was like this is true this is a true thing this is a true thing about the ninja turtles forever no take backs <laughs> so that's um i can't believe this yeah um it it also like it doesn't make it... They can't... Like, the Ninja Turtles can't technically exist in the Marvel Universe because somebody would, like, know about it. But also, that's technically true in Ninja Turtles canon. So, there's, uh... There's that. There's your fun fact for the day. We're gonna get a lot more fun facts. Anyways, um... So, Matt, um... Matt goes blind, but his other senses are enhanced um and different writers like vary a lot on like how much that is because like for some people it's just like he's like believably like human like he's just really sensitive to things like oh he can like i'm sorry olivia I still can't get yes. over this Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle thing. <laughs> this is the whole episode now, people. I'm on the people. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Wikipedia page. Mm-hmm. Apparently, uh, Eastman and Laird often cited the work of Frank Miller and Jack Kirby as their major artistic influences. And also, the origin did have Splinter seeing a canister strike a boy's face. With the radioactive <laughs> ooze. Also, Splinter is a direct parody of Stick, Daredevil's mentor. And yes. the foot, Ooh, as the turtle's arch nemeses, are a reference to the hand, which are a clan in, a like, ninja clan in Daredevil. And I just yeah. cannot get over this. Can I just say, as somebody who is a fan of both the Ninja Turtles and of Daredevil, trying to keep those two straight is killing me every day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> like, thanks. Like, I'm glad you guys love Daredevil so much, but also, I am dying. <laughs> Please, I'm so glad that you get to, like, make your weird turtle offshoot parallel of Daredevil thing going, but... Why? Why did you do this to me, Olivia? Um, 
Anyways, welcome to our Ninja Turtle episode. Psych, this was about Ninja Turtles the Psych. whole time. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Continue with... No, 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 no. It's it's good. With... It's good, important information. Continue with Matthew, um, Matthew Michael Murdoch. I'm, yes, I'm, I'm Ma- closing out of the Ninja Turtles Wikipedia page. Okay. Um, Matthew Michael Murdoch. Um, he gets, he goes blind, but he gets enhanced senses. And, like, people differ on how they want to, like how far they want to go with these like enhanced senses um because sometimes it's like oh he just like he hears really well and he smells really well and he has a very sensitive sense of touch and it's like believably something that a person could do if they trained very hard to pay attention to their environment and or had a bunch of radioactive ooze splashed on them. And then sometimes it's like, he knows what color things are by touching them. Like, he... Why? I mean, I suppose if you have, like, an incredibly sensitive sense of touch, and you knew some, like, color theory about heat and how much heat is absorbed by each different color... And if you studied incredibly hard and trained incredibly hard, you could, like, I could see how you could stretch that. Yeah. But. I mean, like, those, those ones are explicitly, like, no, these are his, these are his special, these are his superpowers. These are, Um, these are the radioactive ooze. Yeah. It's just, like, it's silly to me, because, like, he doesn't really need the radioactive part. To be a superhero. Yeah. Like, it would kind of be more impressive if he just got regular chemicals splashed on him, and then he just did it by teaching himself how to enhance his other senses instead of touching things to see what color they are. Um, And also, you know, uh, somewhat better disability representation. Um, But... Anyways, um, so he's blind, and his d- there's there's two different stories here. I'm gonna talk about the one I like better, because um, <laughs> in a minute, in a bit, we're gonna uh <laughs> we're gonna get on the, the the Frank Miller train, and I want to delay getting on the Frank Miller train as long as possible. Um, originally, what happens is that um. His dad, his single boxer dad, is taking care of him, and he needs to make more money, so he starts, like, kind of working with this, like, gangster bookie type called The Fixer. Oh, boy. Guess what he does? Crime. Oh, Um, I thought he was, like, a handyman? Like, he goes and he, (laughs) like, you pay him money to, like, fix your sink or your toilet or something? Um, God, I wish. <laughs> no. Um, unfortunately, no. Um, he starts, like, helping out this dude. And then at one point, um, Matt is in the audience for one of his boxing matches. And Jack is supposed to throw the match. But he doesn't want to throw the match while his son is there. Because he loves his son and he wants his son to respect him. So he says, no, I won't. And then the fixer kills him. Because he does, he's a criminal, <laughs> and that's what he does. I don't think he kills him personally. I think he has him killed. Um, 
And then, um, Matt's very sad about this, obviously. Um, so he, <laughs> I forgot about this in the original story. Um, his dad was, like, very earnest about the fact that he wanted Matt to be a better person than Jack was. So he was like, never, never use violence for anything. Never, like, uh. I'm not gonna train you how to use violence. You just don't, just don't be like me, son. Don't punch. And Matt goes, well, my dad told me never to punch. So I, Matt Murdoch, can't punch. But what if I came up with a secret identity and that guy definitely did punch? Oh, I was gonna be like, what if he just kicks? <laughs> he only kicks. This is Daredevil. He only kicks. Sometimes he'll do like a headbutt, but like. <laughs> oh, kicking his way to victory, like Borth Sampson. Um, <laughs> oh, I was I was more thinking like Batrock the Leaper. <laughs> <laughs> also very good. Um, no, he comes up with the secret identity of Daredevil, the man without fear, the devil's of, the devil of Hell's Kitchen. He's allowed to punch Dad. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> don't punch Dad. <laughs> don't. <laughs> He does, I'm sure he does punch some dads, but, like, evil dads. Um, don't punch dad is my favorite board game. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways, um, he also, um, because he's so upset about the, um, the, the crime that, um, his father died from, he also, um, he goes to law school, um, and there, um, he meets his uh his college roommate and his future law partner, uh Foggy Nelson. Franklin Nelson goes by Foggy. Love it. Um, my sweet son. <laughs> you can tell where our loyalties lie. It's like, oh, really? There's a sidekick. He's not like a side like he's not a sidekick to Daredevil. He's just his lawyer <laughs> friend. <laughs> He's just his lawyer friend. He's like a Jimmy Olsen. Um, but um, Foggy's a very sweet boy. Um, he's like kind of goofy and he's usually comic relief. And he's just like, he just wants to do law. And then Matt keeps getting involved in these like dangerous things and taking on all these cases that they like absolutely can't win and foggy's like matt i just wanted to do like corporate law like normal law and matt's like i'm gonna defend this supervillain who's being accused of murder and foggy's like matt <laughs> i mean i'll do it but like matt matthew michael murdoch we are not taking this case <laughs> that's right i know your middle name i know your dark secret <laughs> Your dark secret that your initials are just mmm. Mmm, yummy. Mmm. <laughs> I'm Matt Murdock. It's not bad enough that my that I'm Matt Murdock. I also am Matthew Michael Murdock. God, what a name. Um so that's that's what Daredevil do is he is he's blind, he's a lawyer. He fights crime, 
Um, the way he fights crime is um, mostly by doing a lot of cool jumps and flips. Um, and he also has, like, he has a signature weapon, which is, like, it's like a club, but it's also got, like, he can disguise it as, like, like a, a, a cane, like, to walk with. Um, and it's, like, a club, but it also, like, splits into nunchucks, but also he can use it as, like, a grappling hook. Um, so it's very versatile. It, it, it's just, like, yeah, all, all of this stuff, just one, one thing. One thing. Um, it's, like, I don't, I don't know exactly, it's, like, two pieces, and there's, like, a long, like, retractable cord, like, in the middle of it. So you can, like, break it apart, or you can, like, stick them together. You can use, like, both of them. You can just um, chance lance it. Yeah. You know, like you do. Um, and he, um, he's also, uh, Catholic. He's, um, he's very, very Irish Catholic, as evidenced by him growing up in this extremely Irish Catholic area and family um but um he uh like different writers like bring that in to like different degrees like sometimes it's like a super significant part of it and sometimes it's like not really mentioned most people use it when they want to come up with like a punchy title for something (laughs) so that's why like all of like the titles of, like, Daredevil story arcs have, like, words like sin or holy. Um, it was, like, born again is a famous, um, Frank Miller one. Um, like, it's, it's all just, like, oh my god, I'm gonna get so mad about Frank Miller in a second. (laughs) Um, just, just like, hold on, we're gonna hop on that Frank Miller train, don't you worry. Oh, I'm always riding that train. Um, and also, like, obviously, he's like, he's a, he's a devil. So there's that. He's got that going for him. I do love. I think Daredevil's design is. I mean, Daredevil's like most iconic design is like. It's very good. I mean, like, it's very simple, but it's very effective. I think there's like the original one that like Jack Kirby may or may not have contributed to was like bright red and yellow. Um, and it was a lot. Um, but the, like the all dark red and like the little horns and like the cool mask that covers his eyes is all it's neat. Um, but so he, he was created in the, 60s like mid let me see if I have a year 64 1964 um is when he was created um and he's had like an ongoing solo title like pretty much since that time so because he's like had like his own title for so so long um and, like, so many writers have contributed to it. Um, a lot, like, Batman, he's gone through, like, a lot of different genres. So it's, like, you know, er, um, 
No, I'll get to that later. Um, but it's like early on is more of like you know the regular like crime fighting stuff, and then some people focus more on like the lawyer aspects and like you know um, in the seventies it's kind of like science fictiony. Um, there's also like an extended period of time where um, he is dating Natasha. Um, which I didn't realize, and which is, like, feels a little weird to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, Natasha Romanoff, the, uh, the Black Widow, um, who's, like, like, a second build on the title for, like, a while, and is, like, pretty prominent in the 70s. Um, Marv Wolfman writes it for a bit, um... He creates a uh, bullseye who's like arguably Daredevil's arch nemesis. Um, obviously, uh, Kingpin is the other big contributor. Um, bullseye who will probably be showing up in the next season of the Netflix show. Um, he's a uh, very mysterious. Um, much like the Joker, his origin story is largely unknown as is his name um he just throws things at people really hard and they die i guess um (laughs) basically um there's also like there's so much there's so 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 much of him dating women and then those women either dying or becoming evil, like, constantly. Which I know is nothing new for comic books, but oh my god, there's so much of it. Wait, Kingpin or Daredevil? Daredevil! Okay. Oh, sorry, I don't, I don't know, I don't know about Kingpin's dating life. Um, I'm like, wait, is Kingpin known for killing his girlfriend? No, 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 I'm sorry. That was confusing syntax. I got, I just started thinking about it, and I got worked up. It's just very, oh, it happens so much. Like, even, like, like, Karen Page dies at some point, and I don't know if it's permanent or not, but it's, like, just freaking stop it. Hey, comics, stop can now. we stop killing women? Can we stop for, like, a second? If, if you don't um, want daredevil to be dating someone right now just have them break up like it happens all the time in the real world they can just like just have them break up they can just break up normally she doesn't need to go on like a weird brainwashed drug rampage and she doesn't need to like kill herself because she found out her father did crimes just have them break up normally and then she can go live a regular life Please, Daredevil! Like, there's there's Please. ways you can do this. Maybe she moves to a different state, and Daredevil has this intense connection to Hell's Kitchen, and he doesn't want to move with her, and they don't want to do long distance because the relationship is already becoming strained with all of the Daredevil nonsense. So she has this job opportunity in, let's say, Seattle. So she moves to Seattle. And it's fine. They break up. It's you can fine. ship Daredevil with whoever you want now. <laughs> she just lives in Seattle and has a nice life. So, um, in the late 70s, it goes to kind of, like, more of a, uh, 
a spooky gothic tone, um, a little bit noirish, which like which is as stuck around I think to an extent. Um, they introduce um, Ben Urich, who's like a um, a a reporter who like works with Daredevil um, and like helps him out um, in. The 1980s, Frank Miller takes over. And I'm going to give... I know we just got mad about comics in the last episode. I'm going to get mad about Frank Miller for a second. Because, like, much like Frank Miller's work on Batman, like, Frank Miller's work on Daredevil is kind of, like, reinvents the series a little bit and what is what a lot of people, like, use as a reference point when they talk about Daredevil. <laughs> I hate it so... <laughs> much uh disclaimer we're very sorry if you're a fan of frank miller and or his work if you're a fan of frank miller and his work that's valid and you should just stop listening because i'm gonna get really mad about it and i appreciate you and you can email me and tell you all the things you like about frank miller and i'll listen to you um i cannot abide him um also if you read frank miller and you're like are there better comics than this i can give you some comics that you might like more um okay but it's like i just want to say also the first sentence of the the wikipedia article uh, this section of the wikipedia article is miller disliked roger mckenzie's script so new editor denny o'neill fired mckenzie so that miller could write the series like what that sucks <laughs> i'm frank miller i give me give me daredevil daredevil's mine now um, Hi, I'm Frank Miller. This guy shouldn't have a job anymore because I don't like his script. Let me write it I instead. Okay. I want to do Daredevil. You're Frank Miller. You're Frank Miller, so I guess we have to. Um, this is immediately followed by um, probably the most emblematic um, cover of a Frank Miller Daredevil issue, which is uh, a close-up of daredevil's face he looks very mad and in front of his face he is pointing a gun directly at the camera <laughs> and the caption says no more mr nice guy why does he have a gun why does daredevil have a gun because i'm frank miller and i love guns i think everyone should have guns you know the punisher i gave that dude like a hundred guns i mean with the, I the punisher everyone... i'd understand a hundred guns why did you give Batman guns? They shoot they shoot Don't. rubber bullets. It's fine. You could still kill someone with a rubber bullet, Frank. Just don't like Stop it. Stop it, Frank. Um anyways, Frank Miller shows up and he's like, "I'm Frank Miller and I think everything should suck all the time." This is so I mean, it's mean. I don't feel that bad about being mean to Frank Miller. Everyone in the world is like, "Oh, you're so good at comics." And like he probably has a million dollars, and also he's, like, kind of a Nazi, so, like... <laughs> um, bye. Um, I mean, he does do, like, he does do some stuff that's, like, relevant. Like, he creates Elektra, who has gone on to be an interest... Like, he's created characters that I've liked. He creates Elektra, who has gone on to be, like, an interesting character. Um, he also kills her. Because she's Daredevil's girlfriend, so, like, she has to die at some point. Um, and he, like, adapts 
uh, he adds, like, the martial arts influence, um, into the fighting style, um, which, (laughs) I'm quoting this Wikipedia article a lot because there's a lot of gems in here, but this was a drastic change for a character once called the sightless, the sightless swashbuckler. How do you- The what? Do you- do you need a sword to swashbuckle? And also, what? What? The, this is what? this here is the sightless swashbuckler. One, not fun to say. The absolutely not. Two. Uh What? When he was Daredevil, did people know he was blind? Or is this a thing that was attributed to Matt Murdock? This swashbuckling I, lawyer. I don't know. I don't... It does not say if this is in-universe or just, like, oops, in, like, on the title page or something. Um, He doesn't need any more titles. He's already the man without fear and the devil of Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, like, two is um, enough. Yeah. Um, And, like, Frank Miller also... uh. Um, makes, like, Kingpin kind of the primary antagonist, um, which is, which I wouldn't really care about that much, because I didn't think I cared about Kingpin, but I love Netflix Kingpin so much that, like, I guess I'm, I guess I'm grateful to Frank Miller for allowing us that opportunity. Thanks, Frank Miller, for making this character a bigger deal so that years in the future, Netflix will make this character and let Vincent D'Onofrio play him and do an excellent job. An excellent job. Um, But so, but the rest of it is just like, he's like, what if Matt's dad was abusive? And what if he got trained by this ninja named Dick, who was mean to him, and then what if now he loves to do murders? It's like Frank! Frank, what? Stop it! What if everybody was mean to Matt Murdock, so now he's mean to everybody else? Frank, that's not the character. That's not... That's not what he do! That's not how Daredevil do! Um... He writes um, Born Again, which is like a big deal Daredevil storyline that they're basing season three on. But it's like, oh, Karen Page is like addicted to heroin and she's like a porn star now. This is my great idea. I'm Frank Miller. Give me money to write this comic book. Um, anyways, and then um, Anne Nocenti, a woman, writes it for four years. Um. Yay! Yay! Um, yay! Women in comic books. Um, then, did yeah. Um, he does. You know, he runs around. He does Daredevil stuff. Um, I am very fond of Brian Michael Bendis. Writes him for a while. Um, Ed Brubaker uh, writes him in like the mid two thousands. Um, which is pretty good. Um, I am very fond of, like, the 2011 version, um, written by Mark Wade and drawn by Chris Samney, I think. Yeah, Chris Samney, um, which is the source 
for um the um I think we have it as the variant cover for this episode, that panel nice. of <laughs> Matt walking into a Christmas party with a sweater that says, I'm not Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Um, yeah, which is not an edited image, just for, that's a real panel from the comic, because a thing that happens to Daredevil a lot um, is that um, his secret identity keeps being revealed, and then, like, something will happen, like, Iron Fist will pretend to be Daredevil, so they're like, oh, Matt Murdock can't be Daredevil, look, Daredevil's right there! Or, like, uh, someone else will pretend to be Daredevil, or people will just, like, forget, but it'll, like, happen, and then it'll happen again, and it keeps happening. Um, so that was during one of the points where, after his secret identity had been revealed, that he was wearing this uh, shirt that said, I'm not Daredevil on it. How many times um, do people pretend to be Daredevil? Cause, a lot of times. I remember seeing, uh, when I was looking for stuff for panels, I remember mm-hmm. seeing um, a panel where Captain America like throws his shield at Daredevil or something, mm-hmm. and... Daredevil, like, says something about, like, how Cap's heartbeat is, like, a a Sousa march, which, (laughs) wild. Uh, I think he'd be dead. Yeah, which, wild, but also, (laughs) um, like, he just has to, he's like, I had to make sure that it was you, Matt. And he's like, why? He's like, because you're under arrest. And then Matt just jumps off the roof and says, objection. Like, I don't know any of the context of this panel, but I found it while I was looking for stuff for our cover images, and like, wild. I still have it in my phone. I'm looking at it right now, because I just can't believe anything that's happening in this panel of comics. It's so good. Also, people do pretend to be Matt, like, a lot. Um... But um, I'm going to read um, my favorite excerpt that I found about the many, many, many times Daredevil's secret identity has been revealed and he's had to scramble to, like, fix it, um, which happened in, like, in the original, original comics in, like, the 60s um, when he was hanging out with Spider-Man. He still hangs out with Spider-Man. They're friends. Nice. But um, a letter from Spider-Man unintentionally exposed Daredevil's secret identity compelling him to adopt a third identity as his twin brother, Mike Murdoch, um, whose carefree, wisecracking personality much more closely resembled that of the Daredevil guys than the stern, studious, and emotionally withdrawn Matt Murdoch did. Um, <laughs> God, this, the Mike Murdoch scheme was used to hi- highlight the character's quasi-split uh, personality at one point wondering whether Matt or Mike slash Daredevil was the real me, but it proved confusing to readers and was dropped in issues 41 and 42, with Daredevil faking Mike Murdoch's death and claiming he had trained a replacement Daredevil. Hey, Matt! What? Why did you just give your fake twin brother your middle name? (laughs) Why did you do any of that, Matt? I... Matthew. Matthew, what? Oh, no. 
people know that I'm Daredevil. Uh, It's not me, it's my twin brother, who totally exists. He's real, his name is Mike. This'll definitely hold up in court. (laughs) I would know, I'm a lawyer. Um, it is currently being written, um, by Charles Sewell. I think that's still, yeah, it's still Charles Sewell. Um, with the Marvel Legacy thing, they're, like, renumbering everything to, like, go back to, like, the original comic book numbering. So now it's, like, Daredevil number, like, 600, I think, no, 601 just came out. 600 came out, like, a few weeks ago. Um. I picked it up on Saturday. I was like, oh, I'll just, like, flip through, like, the most recent issue of Daredevil so I can give a fun tidbit on what's happening in Daredevil right now. And I picked it up, and it was like, Matt Murdock is mayor of New York. And I was like, <laughs> well, that's a fun tidbit, I guess. Well, what's Matt M- Murdock up to these days? Oh my god, he's the mayor! Um, what happened was, I knew about this. Uh, Kingpin got elected mayor of New York. Somehow, Matt was made deputy mayor, um, and then Kingpin is got attacked by the hand. He got shot full of arrows, and he's in the hospital. And because of some bizarre loophole, Matt is the mayor now. I... I mean, He's the I, mayor of New York City. I don't know how mayors work, so sure, comics, I guess. I guess comic books. Anyways, uh, comics rule. I like, um, one of the reasons, I mean, this, the, the recent Daredevil run has also been fun. One of the reasons I like, like, uh, Mark Wade's Daredevil so much is, like, as you can tell from excellent panels, like the one on our variant cover, um, it's like it doesn't take itself very seriously. Um like it's 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 a serious comic. It's not like, you know, a goof 'em up. Um but it's not it's like punchy and colorful and like a little bit silly. Um and I think part of the thing about Daredevil that like people like Frank Miller um might miss is that like he he is like He's a very serious character, obviously, and he's, like, he's brooding, and he's, like, has all this Catholic guilt, and he, like, you know, blames himself for stuff, and he, you know, has had a lot of trauma in his life, but also, like, you don't get to be a successful trial lawyer without being, like, a little bit charismatic. Yeah. Like... There has to be, like, something about him that's, like, charming. Or else he would never win any of the impossible cases that he takes on. Um, so, I think um, that's, that's, that's the kind of Daredevil content I, I most enjoy. Is like, a little, a little bit fun. Like, it doesn't have to be all fun. But like a little bit, yeah. Maybe. Um. Also, very. Um. He gets like uh, he gets comparisons to Batman somewhat regularly. Um, which is like 
not unfair because they're both like heroes who rely mostly on their like physicality um and their you know like it's human strategic thinking rather than you know like enhanced senses aside like yeah mostly like he's he's just good he's good he's good at fighting and punches and they both work at um, night and they both have weird both, little horn things they both have weird little horn things um also i think the most relevant is like i mean it's wild because every marvel superhero is in the same city um <laughs> But Daredevil is maybe Daredevil is in four blocks of this city. Um, but Daredevil is the one I think for whom the city feels like most like a character. Like Hell's Kitchen is a very, very, very integral part of or at least of Daredevil stories that I'm interested in and of like Daredevil mythology that I care about. Um, which is also kind of Batman-y. Um, but it's, it's, like, it's cool. And, you know, because he's in this, like, uh, this sort of gritty neighborhood. There's, like, a constant kind of noirish tone to it. Um, which some people are able to do without it getting, like, overpowering. I think Charles Sewell is, like, good at this. Like, his is a little bit darker than the previous one, but, like... It's st- like, it's still fun. Like he's mayor of New York. Like that's honestly that's pretty funny. Yeah. Um. He also introduced like sort of a sidekick apprentice type. Um, who is a Chinese immigrant teen, and I like him a lot. Obviously, but yeah, he all he has a um. There's a Netflix series, obviously we've mentioned it a couple times, you've almost certainly heard of or seen the Daredevil Netflix show. Um, if you haven't watched it, it's like, it. the first season at least is like a pretty good introduction to Daredevil as a character and is also like a good show. Um, you have to turn the brightness on your TV way up to see everything because <laughs> it's dark all the time. Man, now I'm just kind of flashing back to when Netflix Daredevil first came out and I convinced one of my friends to draw. Well, not I didn't really convince them. I mentioned that (laughs) this was a... Over D&D, I mentioned that this was a thing (laughs) that I kind of wanted to see and then they actually drew the thing that I kind of wanted to see, which is Matt Murdock as St. Sebastian. Oh, which is very good. Man. That's really good. Which it's so good. I think they even did a poster that like kind of referenced Saint Sebastian where yes. he's like chained to a chimney. Yeah, he was chained to a chimney and then he does get chained to a chimney in the actual show. Yeah. Like that's a real thing that happens. Um my favorite piece of Daredevil media on earth um, this is going to be embarrassing, is an old Crack.com article that was just about, like, the worst Daredevil villains, and they're all very silly and bad villains, and a bunch of them have schemes that are, like, 
oh, I, I shine bright lights and I blind you. And Matt's like, well, surprise. <laughs> um, well, guess what? <laughs> but every single one of the entries ends with like, also then later the Punisher murdered them. Um, so it just creates this image of just, like, the Punisher just, like, going around, finding Matt's, like, shitty rogues gallery and being like, stop wasting his time! (laughs) (laughs) Just killing them. Frank Um, Castle just walking around like, hey, you! You wasted Daredevil's time! I'll kill you for that. He's a busy man! Um, yeah. He's also, um, like, most he doesn't do a lot of uh, Daredevil, the character, doesn't do a lot of team stuff. He, like, occasionally is part of the Defenders, um, and he is sort of around for the new Avengers while Luke and Danny are on it. But for, like, one of one of the the bigger Marvel characters, he does, like, mostly work alone. Which is interesting. I mean, he's only really got, like, four blocks of New York. Yeah. <laughs> how, how much team-up are you going to get with four blocks of New York? Well, he could go help other people, but yeah. then he would have to leave his four blocks, and he'd have to get Black Panther to babysit them <laughs> while he's gone. I mean, you all is, I mean, T'Challa can take care of a whole country. You would definitely trust him with four blocks of New York. If anyone could watch these four blocks, uh, T'Challa can do it. Um, but that's, um, that's, that's a little bit on, on Daredevil. Uh, it's a, it's a long and storied and complicated history full of people revealing his secret identity and then forgetting about it. Um, also I'm really, I am really sorry if you like Frank Miller and you listen to me complain about Frank Miller. That's fine, and your opinions are valid, and you can tell me about um, how Tom King only writes the same sentence over and over and has people stare out windows and not do anything. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be like, hell yeah, that's what I want from comic books. Yeah, sounds like my kind of story. Anyways, um, I don't have uh, comics I read this week because this is being released uh, in the future from where we are now. So I can't tell you what comic books I read because I haven't read them yet. But I do want to say this is going to be coming out on the 1st of May, I believe. I don't know. Let me pull up a calendar. Yes. Okay. All right. Nice. Um, so I want to say um, that when you're listening to this, this coming Saturday... Um, as the first Saturday in May always is. Uh, it's the is day I can free. finally buy comics. It's the only day that you can buy any comics. Um, it's free comic book day. Um, which does not mean that you can just get all the comics you want for free. Um, that would rule. Um, but it's not how it works. It is, uh, it is however, a day in which... Um, most like uh comic book companies like release special issues that you can have uh for free um sometimes they're like previews of upcoming things or like special collections or like re-releases of older issues um a lot of like indie companies will make like 
first issues of like their series like free um dc i know i'm not sure what marvel's doing dc i know is releasing a um a dc nation thing that contains like three like short little preview stories um one of them is about like the joker scheming to ruin um the batman catwoman wedding oh my Um, god yeah which i do also want to say i found out recently um that uh kitty and uh pyotr uh shadow cat and colossus from the x-men are i don't know if she's still going by shadow cat but kitty pride um and colossus from the x-men are also getting married oh my god this summer which rules um so if you like to read about superheroes getting married um this is the summer for you um a summer wedding i know i feel like i feel bad because honestly like i'm much more invested um in uh kitty and peter as a couple than i am in bruce and selena as a couple who i also like but like it's unfortunate that like marvel's like hey Shadowcat and colossus are getting married and people are like whomst <laughs> well like oh, dc has like that's nice that's oh the, you know the guy who was in deadpool and the uh the girl who ellen page played in the really bad x-men movie you know them um and then dc's like hey batman and catwoman and everyone's like whoa it's like dc got like i know them a blimp that just has like batman and catwoman are getting married and everybody's looking up at the blimp and marvel's just trying to hand out pamphlets just like please and and no, everybody's like but did you see the blimp and it's like but they're they're getting married please care yeah I don't, I don't know um, who announced what first. Um, oh, I also wanted to say, because I don't think I've mentioned it here yet, um, DC is also launching um, the same, I think the same day as the, um, the Bruce Selina wedding issue. Um, Joelle Jones is going to be uh, writing and drawing a, um, a Catwoman solo series. Um, and I don't know a lot about her writing, but I do love her art so that might be worth checking out i think in june um but anyways free comic book day um you can get free comics from a lot of different publishers um also like most local comic book shops will have like sales or events going on i know like um the store in northampton that i used to go to would just like put out like all of their boxes of like old back issues yeah and be like yeah you can get these for like 50 cents a piece yeah my comic book shop does like a um like you can get like three of the new ones and like three of like our old back issues for free comic book day so like you get six free comics but hell yeah. Also, I do encourage you if you do go to Free Comic Book Day at your local comic book shop, like maybe also buy something. Yeah, that would be cool if you if you have the money to spend on on a comic book that does cost money. Um it's they're good they're good places to support. Yeah, and... cuz I know that um I've been going to my local comic book shop the past 2 years. 
And mm. two years ago, like, it was this big old thing. They had a bunch of boxes of their back issues and everything. And last year, they had, like, maybe a third of what they had the year previous. So Aww. comic book shops need our help. <laughs> they need us. They need our help. If you want, if you have the means to buy from your local comic book shop instead of, say, like Amazon or a bigger company like Barnes and Noble or something, like support your local comic book shops. They do a lot of good yeah. things. Like, I know that mine also hosts, like, Magic the Gathering playoffs and Dungeons and Dragons sessions, and none of which I can ever go to because I work all the time. But, <laughs> like, local... But for other people. <laughs> but local comic book shops do good things. And if they do, you stop cool by places. for free comic book day, like, definitely pick up some free comics, but also maybe buy a couple comics. Yeah. Um... And even if you're just like going there to browse stuff, it's like it's you know probably going to be a good a good day to check stuff out because everyone will be excited and like you can ask for for advice on what you should be checking out. Um, it's a fun day, and I am going to be uh on a plane for pretty much the entirety of it, so I won't be able to partake in the festivities. So you. All listening should go check out a um a free comic book day event near you um on my behalf. I'm very sorry that you're going to be on a plane, but also I want you all to know I did specifically ask for May 5th off and the reason that the the reason I gave to my manager was that it was free comic book day. <laughs> and he was like, "Oh yeah, you can have that off." So <laughs> it's the most important day of the year. The most this is my uh, preferred holiday observance. <laughs> I don't care much for other holidays. I don't, I'm not very religious, but free comic book day. Free comic book day and the Ren Fair. Like, those are, uh... Yeah. And also, I guess um, I can add PodCon. I have three holidays a year. <laughs> three sacred holidays. Um, if you go to freecomicbookday.com, you can, um... Enter your zip code and it'll give you um, a list of participating stores that are near you. Um, so you don't even you don't even have to Google it yourself. It'll just tell you. Um, go to Free Comic Book Day. It's great. Um, and also, thank you for listening today. Um, in addition to supporting your local comic shop, you can also support us, your local comics podcast. Um, if you're so inclined, um, you can do so by uh, rating and reviewing us on iTunes, um, which several lovely people have already done. And we're like super, super grateful. Um, and if you want to leave a review, we'll definitely like give you a shout out and tell you how cool you are. Um, you can leave us a tip in our tip jar on our uh, Pinecast website. You can uh, give us a shout out on any social media you choose um we're on twitter and tumblr and instagram and facebook um under capes and japes um you can email us 
at capesandjapes at gmail.com if you want to uh, get mad at me for how much I don't like Frank Miller. <laughs> um, just title, make the subject line of the email like, for Olivia only, and then be like, fuck you. Oh no, but I, I check I check the emails. Well, I'll, I'll you tell me to check this one so I'll know so you don't have to read. I'll, I'll just the the harsh words. I'll just do the usual thing where I screenshot it and send it to you. <laughs> Look at okay. this email. Look at this review. Whoa. We did it. They hate you. We did it. Um, all all of those all of those are things you can do. And uh, thank you for listening. Is there anything else you wanted to add? Uh. Enjoy free comic book day. If Enjoy free comic book day. If you listen to this a bit late and you missed it, there's always another chance. It's always on the first Saturday of May. So Yep. Make make it a so, make it a yearly thing. Yeah. It's 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 good. Um alright. Alright. I think that's gonna do it. Yep. Well, um, thank you for joining us for Capes and Japes. Um I have been Olivia. And I have been Elion. Kiss me sexy Batman. Kiss me sexy Batman. Man, still thinking about Matt Murdock as Saint Sebastian, though. <laughs> <laughs>